0: It's been a while since I did this job. Mm. I really am only doing this for you. Don't don't laugh or snicker or smirk. Yes, I'm only doing this for you. I'm doing this for us. When was the last time somebody did something for you? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes, I'm doing this for us. I mean, it's been months. Since we've caught up, I've got a new co-host who's currently sleeping on the job, which is the reason why I am able to come to you, okay? But the moment she wakes up, I got to scream. Y'all, you are, I've waited so long to say these words. You are listening. You're tuned in to an all new episode of a Seat at the Table podcast. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 my God. I don't even know, first of all, <clears throat> because this isn't going to be, I'm not here for a, a long time, I'm here for a good time, okay? <laughs> Let me just make that abundantly clear. This ain't going to be no long time, but it's going to be a good time, all right? Um, first of all, thank you guys so much. For all of your gifts, your um, well wishes, your reaching out, your prayers, your positive thoughts, your meditations. Um, Just thank you for um, your support. Um, I'm a mother now. Okay, (laughs) I am a mother. Um, I've always been a mother, <laughs> hello, but now I am someone's mother, oh my god, we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, yeah, thank you guys so much for just everything, because uh, first of all, as much as I could say that I did not want a child, and I know that like once you have one, I don't even know if you're supposed to say stuff like that. But as much as I can, <clears throat> as much as I can, a little technical difficulty, had to step away for a real quick minute for a hot pocket. Um, but, um, as much as I can say about what this experience has been and seeing God manifest in this way and my life is really surreal it's kind of trippy for me um like I made my I made a person (laughs) okay and I did it you know listen if you listen to this show um I'm really forthcoming about as much as I can be about my own life and so I am a single mom who her dad has chosen consciously to not be a part of her life. And for me, you know, m- walking into the situation knowing that that's what it was going to be had its own set of unique circumstances. And, um, you know, it. it being a parent is a trippy experience, and I never thought that I would be one of those people who like even talks like that because that wasn't a thing for me. But um, it is rewarding. It is exhausting, y'all. I'm I'm motherfucking tired. I'm motherfucking sad, bitch. And um, you know, but my sweet girl, God bless, is. Two months old and, you know, healthy with a little bit of congestion right now, whatever. It's so crazy. Like the guilt that I feel surrounding the fact that she's not doing perfectly right now. She has like some phlegm congestion, you know, she's all right. She's good. She did just get two shots yesterday and she like went off on the doctor and like grabbed her and scratched her hand. My baby went a little alley cat. Um, Definitely her father's temperament. Um, But she is great, you know. But the guilt that you feel when your kid is not even doing perfectly, I don't even know. This, you know... I feel like will be one of the most, if not the most rewarding experiences of my entire being. And um, yeah, I'm so excited to see her discover the world and, um, you know, trying to be one of those people that understands that my kid comes through me but does has not come from me. Meaning, having a kid to me can also be a very egoic experience. I could see why parents lose their shit and like just kind of like decide like, you know, fuck this. I'm just gonna fucking ignore the fact that my kid is doing some fuck shit. Because girl, my sanity. Um, But... Having a kid could be such an egoic experience because you made a person, you know, in the physical, you made a person and, you know, it's, um, you see them as yours, you know, to me, like I shared my body. I became unfamiliar with my body, but I shared my actual physical being with this person. Like she knows what my heartbeat sounds like from the inside. So, you know, we're not going to stay here because I could see some of my non-parented friends and and some of the parented ones too rolling y'all eyes like, girl, you talking new mom talk. Don't nobody want to hear that shit. All right, everyone calm down. But thank you. Um, I am back in the gym. Not because I am chasing my body, but because that's where my solace is. Like,. Oh yeah, it feels amazing. I can't wait to get back to running. Who wants to do like the half marathon or something with me next year? Who wants to? I don't see a lot. I see a lot of reluctance, but you know, tweet me if you wanna if you wanna do a half marathon with me. Yeah, man, why not? Anywho, what has been going on with you? It has been. Probably about two, three months since we've gotten together. So fucking much has happened, bitch. Bitch, I had a C section, bitch. <laughs> Girl. Girl. Okay. So much has happened. I mean, oh, God. Yeah, you know, I. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so what's been going on in your world? If this feels like... Okay, so it doesn't feel like we had spring yet, right? At least here in the tri-state area. At least here in New York City. I don't feel that the weather feels as though we've even had a proper spring. The rain is one thing. I love the rain because I love days where there's no expectation. That's my shit. Um... Even though, like, I had people calling me from like outside, they were like, Oh my God, I'm out right now. And I'm like, It's fucking raining. Cats, midgets, and dogs. And you're outside. That's weird. That's weird. What possibly could you need to make that a thing? Anyways. So now we're settling into our first week of like, 60s, 70s, and, you know, whenever it gets nice outside, I feel the spirit of A. Marie. Why don't we fall in love? I feel like I'm walking up the street in my short shorts. And I'm just like, oh, you know, I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I feel like. You know, shout out to Star. Of um New York City's and I think they were syndicated um starring Buck Wild. I am from an era in New York City where when that video came out, star used to say that A Marie's shorts look like they stink. <laughs> How fucking disrespectful, bro? How disrespectful. Um, Marie is married to one of the hit musical producers, right, of Kool and Dre. Am I getting that right? Kool and Dre did, it's just one thing that got me tripping, which, you know, many argue, many of the girls have argued over the years that that beat, that style was the very, the very, style that Beyoncé built her musical empire on because um of the crazy in love kind of uh the same drum kick and the and I believe was crazy in love a Cool and Dre song I don't know anyways so whatever we didn't get a chance to talk about Will Smith I'm not parking the car I'm just going to say this that shit was wild. Um, it seems like it happened a hundred fucking years ago, um, but you know, so many things have spawned off of it, and I will, I will attest to the fact that when you are at, I've always felt like whenever I've been in a safe zone, you know, like when you're on an airplane and The seatbelt light finally goes off, and the serve like you can get up and walk around because you're cruising at a safe altitude. I've always felt like in my life, when I'm cruising at a safe altitude, some crazy shit happens. And I think a lot of that could be because my focus turns when things are just mundane or even going well, the focus tends to be very inner. You know, so you're just focusing on yourself and the things that are important and the people that are important to you. And your life is very um intras- introspective in that way. Like, it's very just, it's about my life. That's, I'm going to school, I'm trying to do this, I'm doing that, whatever, you know. And it isn't until we hit the valley that We turn outside of ourselves and are able to connect in a vertical way um, to a higher power. In my case, I'm a Christian, so connect to God about whatever is the current state of my being and whatever may be causing me distress. So I look at what happened with Will. All that to say, bitch. I look at what happened with Will and Chris and, you know, I think everybody's going to be okay. You know, everybody's going to be fine, Um, y'all. Recently at the... So Netflix is doing a Netflix is a joke um, kind of comedy situation where all these comedians not just the black ones but all of the comedians are going to come together for I don't know if it's a benefit or what but I know it's something that should be on Netflix which quite frankly Netflix needs to up its content anyway because you know I am I the only one who finds it fucking buck nutty that the same people that I have to pay for cable for so there's one rouge I'm also paying you to watch your streaming service. Remember when cable was worth having because the content was so good? How could you not? How could you not have those channels? Content, bitch. And now it's like I don't even know I I I, I have cable because of one or two special documentaries that may be coming on or, you know, Bravo, you know, Real Housewife franchise or whatever. But like at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. One of my friends was telling me about uh, um, a um, something that you pay for and you get all the cable channels. You just have to have internet it's not a fire stick though bro i don't know when i um i mean god y'all gonna make me look it up though okay Uh y'all so stupid anyway (laughs) so anywho's so we were talking about what has been going on in your world and um You guys, I, um, I think it's, it is it called Soul Player? It's called Soul Player. Okay, yes, Soul Player, S-O-P, and I'm not, I am not getting paid for this. Okay, anyways, because we people, and honestly, we deserve, it's called Soul Player, so, um, look that up. Anyways, um... So Netflix as a joke. Dave Chappelle, I know I'm sure all of you have seen Dave Chappelle was tackled in his um, in his appearance at the Hollywood Bowl in Los Angeles, California for Netflix as a joke, where a crazed Onlooker bum rushed the stage, and later had his um his wig tugged on a little bit. Well, it seemed like it was twisted. His he had his wig twisted by the likes of Buster Rhymes and Jamie Foxx and a couple of other people who came out on the stage to help Dave, who quite frankly was holding his own. You know, I see why Dave has been. Um, His body has been bulking up for quite some time, giving very much like um, he's lifting like cement blocks or something. I love it for him. Um, But anyways, so that happened. And Chris Rock made his funny joke, which I mean, how could he not in that moment referring to whether or not the assailant was Will Smith? You know, I mean, joke, ha, ha, ha. But, you know, a lot of people are complaining about how sensitive, how, you know, if you think about, um, if I think about comedy from my younger days, even like stuff like Def Comedy Jam and, you know, Comic View and predating that, you know, Eddie Murphy's stand-up shows or Richard Pryor's stand-up shows, whatever. There was, comedy was a zone where it wasn't about sensitivity, you know? Like, this person was like, your brother, your sister teasing you, you know? And I don't know... A lot of comics have been saying, like, you know, people want to kill comedy because you can't talk about shit no more. Like, everybody's super sensitive, right? But, like, I don't know. On the flip side of that, I also feel like as people, we've become more, more, in the same testament that we have become more barbaric. You know, um, as it's evident, our war, not our war, but their war in Ukraine... And, you know, the murder rates that are going up across this country Um, and the gun violence and the violence period, Um, you know, the barbaric. Because that's it. There's a a certain sense of barbaric, you know, like cavemanism behind the feeling of like killing, you know, because I mean... I don't want to get deep on you, but like, even going back to the Bible, with the barbaricness of murder. One hand to the next. You know, Cain and Abel style. Was kind of just like it happened and it glossed over and it made way for more barbarian behavior. And. You know, I even find myself, at one point, I found myself very much, um, I don't know, I guess immune to the sense of barbarianism that goes on. You know, I have been watching the news a lot since I've been on maternity leave, like a lot. I'm obsessed with it. But I've always wanted to, I always like to be in the know. I don't, I, I don't. Want to be one of those people where you know you talk to them about a current relevant e- event, and relevant is subjective, but you talk to them about a current event, and they're like, Oh, I didn't know. Why are you so engrossed in your bubble that you don't know? Like, well, you have to know, you have to know, man. I mean, some people are okay with not knowing, I'm not okay, but um. One of the stories that struck me was a young lady. And I wanted not even, you know, well, a young lady, but teenage girl out in Mount Vernon. Stabbed. Um, she had just turned 16 and stabbed by the hand of another teenager. 15, 16 year old. The barbarianism behind that. Yeah, but the barbarianism that that exists onto me, you know, to a teenage girl taking the life of another teenage girl, like, knowing that the last look that she's going to see is, like, you inflicting this act of violence upon her. And that's sitting okay. It's, like, barbaric. So I say all that to say that, like, we are walking upright nowadays, y'all. Like to me, barbarianism is beyond that. We've reached a point in in our human evolution where we can think about what we think about. You know? Like we can be we can be conscious. We can be present. Like it can make sense. You know, we can rationalize things. We we aren't just people who are reacting, like reacting, just doing things. And, you know, when I look at TV and I see how much gun violence is going on and how many teenagers are involved, you know, the teenage brain is not yet fully developed. They say that your brain doesn't really get fully developed until you're about 25, right? Um, And... The teenage brain already lacks the discernment whether or not they and it's such a deceptive time because your body looks like you know and you feel like you know a lot of shit but like you don't know nothing anyways listen I can go on but that was such a you know crazy situation with Dave and he requested that he be able to speak to the, um, the assailant, and um, he wanted to know why he did it, and the gentleman told him that it was to bring attention to um, gentrification, which his grandmother's going through through I think in Brooklyn or something like that, which didn't make any sense to me. Like you wanted to bring attention to gentrification by killing <laughs> killing. That's not even funny. It's scary. But by bum rushing um Dave Chappelle, like you wanted to make a behavior stop by slapping the the fuck out of someone. But, like, I don't know. I'm a believer in energy, and I believe that energy follows energy. Um, Whether it is equal or opposite. Um, Like, opposite, greater. I believe that energy follows. And, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, anyways, bitch. You ready to pop that cooch this summer, girl, or what? <laughs> well, I'm a mother now, so I don't do things like that. I actually told my infant child baby that her mama ain't ever going to get no man. She's just going <laughs> to. And a friend of mine was like, don't say that. He was like, he was so... um. Taken aback by it, because he was sitting there as I was saying this to her, and he's like, "Don't, don't say that to her. Like, you're gonna like." And I'm like, "Really?" Because I don't. I'm so distrusting right now. Like, I don't even see. Like, I, the one thing that I've been able to pr- pride myself in is that I never want to be one of these. Like, yes, you'll say I need a break needing a break is one thing but being like oh fuck these niggas I don't want no man ain't no man I never wanted to be that you know and it's so tempting it's such a luxurious place to be because niggas do dumb shit you know but like I never wanted to be that because of that energy like I never wanted to be that girl I wanted to be the girl that was like you know what fuck this the the energy that I'm receiving in relationships, I'm not happy with. And so I'm going to take a break for myself, not because of anybody else forcing me into it or anybody else, whatever, like whatever. So yeah, I just don't, I'm not even looking like the trip that your body goes through even after having a baby is wild. Like, the epidural and what that does to you and like your boobs and you're wearing a diaper and the kids wearing a diaper and everybody's wearing diapers great (laughs) you know it's wild y'all speaking of which so the girls are up in arms about uh Abortion rights, huh? You know, number one, I don't know why this has become a thing. The writing was on the wall a long time ago, but at the same time, we as a country have never been able to chew and walk at the same damn time. So we can't focus on gun violence in the street and... um you know, what that's going to do to incarceration, because there's no doubt that if there is more crimes in the street, there's more incarceration happening, right? Okay. And at the same time, the government is pushing us aggressively to have, have kids that people don't even want. And I've always been, are y'all, are you a conspiracy theorist? I'm a, I, 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 I I, I double dabble, I dabble, I I weeble wobble, but I don't fall down, you know, in, in conspiracy. And I have always felt that like for every person born in the U S the U S generates some sort of like bankable income. Does that make sense? Like, okay, you're born that is deeper that we can, I don't know how it works but i've always felt like the government having a vested interest in the in the matern the maternal of it all has always struck me as like why the fuck do you give a fuck you know what i mean other than the obvious of keeping the country going and yada 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 but like the whole abortion thing like why y'all care so much why y'all care so much Yes, because y'all hate women. I know that. But also, like, I've always felt like you guys care so much about babies that when they get here, y'all don't give a fuck about how they eat, where they go to school. Y'all don't give a fuck about the, the person who is helping to make them the man in the situation, whether or not he is legally obligated to stick around and do his due diligence, whether it especially financially okay because you can't force anybody into emotion but financially right yes you can take them for child support but the the government is not really they don't care so why y'all care i've always felt like there was something behind the care any which way so as it stands um because of a leaked supreme court Um, document that was just not even an actual ruling Um, but right now about 26 states if the um, conservative powers of the Supreme Court have its way about 26 states will be abortion will be illegal. Um, I know New York State is not only will it remain legal, but they are also talking about setting up funds for women who are crossing state lines to come into New York to have an abortion. You know, I don't want the government telling me how to think because if that be the case, get the fucking guns out of here. But yet and still, you... You see it prudent that you have that ability to be able to snuff out a life. And you also see it prudent that you have the ability to tell me whether or not I can produce life. You know, you want to police my body. Which is like so wild for me, but whatever. Um, So rest in peace to Kevin Samuels, huh? Yikes. Um, so I don't know the story altogether, but what it sounds like to me, um, and what it sounds like to me is that, um, he, uh, had some sort of cardiac episode, um, after meeting a young lady That he actually had a phone call with, like, you know, he does his Kevin Samuels thing, his, I don't know. Does he have a YouTube? Is that what it's on? I really don't know. I just be seeing clips on Instagram. But I don't know where these clips come from. Does he do lives? Does he do clubhouse? I don't know. But at some point he was on the phone with this young lady, a Latina nurse, traveling nurse, and somehow, some way that ended up twenty four hours later with her um sleeping with him and him having a cardiac episode on top of her and dying. Um, um so yeah. You know, um, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. And there's been a lot of people talking about whether or not he deserved it or yada, yada, yada. Listen, child, I don't know. But what I do know is, is that um, the man has passed on and, you know, I wish for him a rested spirit. That's all I got for you. So we also missed um the Met Ball. We missed ASAP Rocky, his arrest, which wow. Yo, shout out to Rihanna's people. Shout out to ASAP Rocky's people. Cause y'all made that shit go away. B- bitch. Talk about a story that did not live. And 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 let's let me just say this, because I'm not trying to push the narrative here, but the story was broken up into two parts. Um, Him being detained at the airport from them coming back from a trip to her homeland of Barbados um, on alleged um, weapons assault charges um, and it being allegedly um, leaked by someone in the asap crew that oh um asap whoever um snitched on rocky well if you're saying snitched you're implying that he actually did it but that's a whole nother thing but um then the police storing rocky's house in hollywood i believe um somewhere in, in the hills i think and um and them finding some guns, etc. But despite all of that, that's been one of the quietest stories of the year, honey. Yeah. You know, listen. The woman is pregnant. Um, She's probably had her baby. Because she's not going to tell us. Had her baby, will have her baby. Um, I'm betting on has. Has had. Had. Will have. Whatever. But, um... I can't imagine the stress, you know, Um, but that went away real quick. And so shout out to them. Um, The Matt Ball this year, it gave me the snooze. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. None of my girls were there. There was no Zendaya. There was no, um, there was no, was Tracy Ellis Ross, there. I don't remember seeing her. Um, no Rihanna. No ASAP. Um, very few of the girls got. Who was there? Was all the Kardashians. So shout out to them because this is the first year that they've all been invited. Um, um, all of them, pretty much, uh, they didn't understand the assignment gilded age um it has a meaning Blake Lively probably to me won in terms of like the assignment being one. um I don't I don't remember if she was wearing a dress by Carolina Herrera but she was wearing a beautiful um kind of teal green very Statue of Liberty with these kind of rose gold flexes in it and she just looked she looked amazing the dress was it won in terms of understanding the assignment um but I thought you know for the most part there was some guys to me that looked good glamod um there's a couple of other guys that I thought looked decent but anyways um so there's that um let's see what else is happening in the world girl did you see Jesse Williams's dick oh. um <laughs> girl like um yeah what a what a time oh do I want to hear my co-host I believe she is rising and may have something to say It to that to mean that she's not a fan, all right. I'm gonna take a quick break to attend to the chicken little, and we'll be right back, all right. We're back, and I got my thoroughest girl with me. Um, yes, okay. Um, so I think we left off with. Um, Met Gala, and how easy that ASAP Rocky story disappeared, um, almost disappeared as easy as like the new Future album. Like, y'all, are we just like? Because I listened to the album, I thought it was okay. I listened to Pusha T's album, I thought it was good, but it's like nothing has any staying power. It's like okay, it came out today. And then next week, something else comes and we forgot about it. Like, I'm looking for music that has some staying power. And it looks like Kendrick Lamar is going to deliver. I don't know if you guys have seen his new video. Um, So, Kendrick Lamar just dropped a new video, new visuals for a song That he is debuting for a new album. And, um... Yeah. I don't remember what... What's the name of the song, guys? Any which ways. Oh, wait. I do. It's called, um... The Heart Part 5. Yes. The Heart Part 5 features, um... Kendrick, um basically morphing into everyone from OJ Simpson to Jesse Smollett to Kanye West to Kobe Bryant to Nipsey Hussle um and the content of the music I to be honest with you I really haven't even heard it I've just looked at the visuals and I was like yeah he's above what the normal is and I'm so excited to for him to release new music because I think that that's a vibe uh, that's a frequency that we need to get on. You know, I think the frequency of the art that's be, that has been delivered to us um sonically has been very low vibrating and therefore a lot of us are vibrating low because we listen to low vibrating music where the frequency is meant to um to drive us to a lower vibration you know um so yeah shout out to Kendrick Lamar not like he's going to be listening to this but um excited about oh What's to come from him? Um, sorry y'all. I am, my co-host is definitely eating. Um, so, uh, okay. Last but not on the least list, girl. Okay, so Young Thug and Gunna, Have I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, they are among twenty-eight individuals who are being indicted on fifty-six charges, including racketeering, armed robbery, and um, oh, excuse me, excuse me, and murder. Um, I this 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 is still developing, so we'll have to stay tuned to that. But, um, crazy story, crazy story indeed. Um, so, all right, we're going to take our last break and then we're going to set the table. Right, Pooh? Yeah, we're going to set the table, girl. And we're back. So, every week we set the table for her, hopefully something that is relevant and pressing because we here at A Seat at the Table podcast believe in mindfulness. I believe in energies. I believe in mindfulness. I am a Christian. I believe in God. Um, and I'm always wanting, regardless of what you believe in, I'm always wanting people to vibrate higher just so you can get the fullness of life you know so anyways um, you know one of the things that I have been thinking about um, is manifestation and how real it is um, while on a conscious level I was not looking to be a mother, I think I had gotten to the let go part, you know, where I just said, whatever happens in the world would happen. But I was adamant, like, no, especially by the time I had turned 40, I was like, if I don't have a kid by 40, I ain't having one. But then I was given this amazing gift. And I think... One of the things that I realized is how real manifestation is. Because. um, So I was saying that manifestation. um, Is a very real thing. And I think that if you are looking to attract anything in your life. You have to know like manifestation is real deal and one may ask well how do how do you manifest um, now here's the thing faith without works is dead okay let me say that again faith without works is dead but there's something to be said about always staying positive about a dream um. and speaking about it as though it is already in earthly form, and knowing that you shouldn't spend time thinking about anything that is polar opposite of what it is you're wanting to manifest, and the fact that you should visualize it, and that you should meditate on it, because when it becomes real in... The conscious in the, in, the, in the mind, it becomes real in the physical. So for me, you know, that's a hard thing to do. And, you know, the let go, even involving um, manifesting is real. Because the more that you attack it with the idea of, I want it, I want it, I want it, the more the, the universe understands that you don't have it and will act in accordance to you not having it. Part of it is knowing that that is what you want, visualizing it, speaking about it, meditating on it, and then also saying, I give it to to the world. I give it to you, God. I give it to the earth. I give it to the universe. And whatever happens, I know that everything that happens is for my good. And the good of the world. And the good of the universe. So don't let go of what it is that you're trying to manifest for. Even if it hasn't come to fruition yet. Don't let age be a deterrent. Don't let your sex or sexuality be a deterrent. Don't let your race be a deterrent. Don't let your body size be a deterrent. Go for what you know. You get one life to live, one life. Don't you want to know what it's like to just vibrate on a higher frequency in this life? Not just because you're getting everything that you want, but you're getting all of the things that the universe has for you. I love you guys so much for catching up with me. Hopefully we can do this again soon. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Zam biz okay? Purse.